Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, March 12th, 2022. Happy Tampa Bay Derby Day. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the companion product, the Key Races and Bets blog, otherwise known as the written version, is brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Amwager.com is a great legal online wagering website with great betting tools and perks, legal for residents of most states and covering most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Go to Amwager.com and check it out if you're not already a member. And even if you are or aren't, you can get the Key Races and Bets blog by going to Amwager.com and clicking on How to Bet and Elastar's blog. We're going to start with the Challenger Stakes at Tampa Bay Downs Race 8, post of 3.49 Eastern Time on Saturday, March 12th. The forecast for Tampa Bay Downs is for rain, perhaps heavy at times. So among the stakes races at Tampa Bay on the card, I'm sticking with those scheduled for dirt because I expect the turf races to have scratches and either short fields or more unpredictable because they'll be run on yielding or soft ground. That's not a disadvantage, though, just taking the dirt races, because this one particularly, there are two horses which share the highest probability to win, and they open at odds of 10 to 1 and 12 to 1, respectively. Wolfie's Dynagos is the first of the pair, drawing the ground-setting rail for this route, and winner of both previous starts on wet tracks. Better still, Wolfie's Dynagos enters the race looking for his third straight win, with his win two races back on turf, his win last time out on all weather. And those two wins on dirt I previously mentioned, making up his four career wins in his 10-race career. Wolfie's Dynagos has improved considerably in his last three, going from a 102 Echo Bay speed figure to 105, then to 109, last time winning a $60,000 handicap. So the step up to this $100,000 grade three is not a concern. Wolfie's Dynagos also has tactical speed and can lead from the start or from off the pace. And his last race 109 figure is not only the fastest last race in the field, but there are only a couple of horses that are in this group who have run that fast ever. So repeating his last effort on January 29th in this situation, Wilming Dynagos could win at nice odds. Scalding is the other main contender to win, opening at 12-1. to 1. His three routes after a sprint have all been big races, first, second, then winning the last two. He won by five lengths in a very highly rated allowance at the distance at Tampa when Shug McGahee shipped him from Gulfstream, likely in preparation for this race. Then he was shipped back to the trainer's home base near Gulfstream and comes back. Javier Castellano was up for both wins and rides back, and the call is on a pattern for a new career best with every right to win. And like Wolfie Steinigo, Scalding opens at double-digit odds. Very simple in this race, the Challenger Stakes race 9 in Tampa on Saturday, March 12th with a post at 3.49. I'm going to make win bets on both Wolfie's Dynagost and Scalding if they're 3-1 to one or more, either or both. And when considering both contenders will be above minimum odds in order to get the best possible edge, use a tool to proportion your wagering dollars for that edge. A dutching tool does that and it's free at amwager.com, really easy to use. Free and easy to use, and one of many great perks for the better at amwager.com. We're going to skip a couple races and go to the big one, the Tampa Bay Derby. This is race 11 on Saturday, March 12th, a post of 5.23 Eastern. And after running 1-2 in last week's Derby Prep, the Fountain Youth, which I hope you cashed, we'll try and do it again, and this time lead with a double-digit morning line contender in Happy Boy Rocket. With favorites classic Causeway, as well as shipsational other possibilities to win, and with Major General and Money Supply horses to use in exactas and trifectas. 
to share why I think Happy Boy Rocket can post the upset in this year's Tampa Bay Derby, we'll take a look back to the 2021 Sam F. Davis Stakes, which was run a month ago this year. But that was 2021, and in that race, Bill Mott settled Candyman Rocket to win. By the way, Candyman Rocket is owned by the same owner, so that's why they both end in Rocket. Bill Mott settled Candyman Rocket to win fairly easily in a field of nine. Prior to last year's Sam Davis, Candyman Rocket broke his maiden in his second career start, first as a three-year-old, five weeks earlier at Gulfstream Park. In doing so, Mott proved again why he's in the Hall of Fame, because he can really recognize when a young horse is capable of stepping up in class and competing in graded stakes. Notably, Candyman Rocket finished 11th in last year's Champ Bay Derby, which is precisely why I think Mott did not put Happy Boy Rocket in the race and waited to go right into the Tampa Bay Derby with this horse from Maiden to Stakes. Adding blinkers for his second career start and first route in that Maiden win, Happy Boy Rocket ran a visually impressive race as he was three paths wide for most of the race, five wide on the turn, going from third to the lead entering the stretch and then to coasting home. The 91 Echo Bay speed figure wasn't sensational nor even close to the 104-figure Classic Causeway earned winning this year's Sam F. Davis. But we can expect a 10-14 to 14 point improvement if history repeats. Not only did Montsell Candyman rocket to a road to the Derby win in last year's Sam Davis off a maiden win, Bill Mott also saddled 2020 Risen Star runner-up Modernist off a maiden win and won this race, the Tampa Bay Derby in 2019 with Tacitus off a maiden win. Four other of his horses have run second off maiden wins in graded stakes on the Derby Trail over the last five years. So from a good inside post, Happy Boy Rock and Stock, early leader, likely early leader, classic Causeway. And if he shows the kind of passing ability he did in his most recent race, he can post the upset. Classic Causeway won the Sam F. Davis pretty easily in the end, nearly four lengths, with a field-high 104 echo base figure that could be improved upon in his second start following two and a half months off. After breaking his maiden at first, asking at a distance of seven furlongs last summer, Classic Causeway improved nicely, although third when facing much better in the Breeders' Futurity, which was also his first try around two turns. Earning a then-career-best 95 figure when second in the Kentucky Jock Club Stakes in November to finish off his two-year-old campaign, Classic Causeway returned even stronger in the Sam Davis as a three-year-old and could be the one to catch and the one to beat, but he's going to be low odds. Shipsational was no match for Classic Causeway in the Sam Davis as the winner controlled the tempo start to finish, but did manage to pass five horses when rallying from eighth to second and was pulling away from the third finisher at the end. Last year, Shipsational earned a strong 95-figure winning the one-turn Bongard stakes before a 94-figure in the Sleepy Hollow also one turn. The Sam F. Davis was not only his first two-turn race and his first off a layoff, so the 98-figure he earned is likely to be improved upon as he bit off three and a half months before the race. As such, Sipsational has a shot to leapfrog Classic Causeway in terms of how fast he can run and could go to post at decent odds, opening to 5-1. Honorable mention goes to Classic Causeway and Money, I'm sorry, Major General and Money Supply. Major General is 2-for-2, two two, including a win in the Iroquois Stakes at the distant Tampa Bay Derby, but that was nearly six months ago. However, trainer Pletcher, of course, has had success off long layoffs and routes, and Sons of Constitution have done very well on the road to the Derby in past years, including Tis the Law, who won the 2020 Florida Derby. Money Supply not only tries two turns for the first time, but also goes from Maiden to Stakes. Then again, 
Chad Brown is no stranger to the move, having won the Withers this year with early voting and the 2021 Withers with risk-taking both off maiden wins. In the Tampa Bay Derby race 11 at Tampa Bay Downs on Saturday, March 12th, with a post of 523, the win bet's going to be first, Happy Boy Rocket at 3-1 to one or more. Chipsational can be considered for a win bet as well at 3-1 to one or more. Opening at 5-1, to one, that might be the case, in which case we have to use a dutching tool because if they go to post near their morning lines of 12-1 to one and 5-1, to one, we want to proportion those bets for the best edge. Classic Causeway is a contender but not a good win bet, and we'll use him in Xactus. I have two Xactus here. One is going to be Happy Boy, Rocket, Chipsational, and Classic Causeway over Happy Boy, Rocket, Chipsational, and Classic Causeway plus Major General and Money Supply. The second is going to be Classic Causeway over Happy Boy, Rocket, Shipsational, Major General, and Money Supply. And then for the trifecta, I want to play Happy Boy, Rocket, Shipsational, and Classic Causeway over Happy Boy, Rocket, Shipsational, and Classic Causeway over Happy Boy, Rocket, Shipsational, Classic Causeway, Major General, and Money Supply. So the horses we're using in third in the trifecta are the same horses we're using second in the exacta. So we have the bets covered all those different ways. We're going to move across Florida for our last race on this week's Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, March 12th to Gulfstream Park. And this is the Captiva Island Stakes, race 10 at Gulfstream with a post of 510 Eastern. And the contenders to win and complete the exact in this race are Toby's Heart, Miss Aramet, Miss J. McKay, and A.G. Indy. But of the quartet, A.G. Indy is the highest odds at 8-1 to and is a key to profit for sure. AGND is trained by Todd Fletcher, the only Fletcher trainee in the race, and maybe under bet because Louis Reyes is riding as most of the big names are at Tampa. This mare did virtually nothing wrong in 2021. With three wins, one second, and two-thirds in six races, earned over $200,000, all coming after being claimed by top California trainer Doug O'Neill in January in California. She is a superstar in short turf sprints like this one, nearly winning four in a row between August and November, with her only defeat coming by a nose. And the last of those wins came in a stakes race worth $200,000, more than the hundred grand of this race. Privately purchased after that November 5th win, she was rested nearly three months and sent to Pletcher, who may have not been able to find a condition she fit at as she was a stakes winner. So instead entered her in the grade two inside information stakes at seven furlongs on dirt, longer than this distance for sure. And she'd she'd already lost her only dirt start previously. Although she checked in eighth of 10, it did not deter Pletcher from entering her in this race back on the grass at her best distance. And if she repeats any of those last three efforts at five furlongs on turf, she can post the upset. At least A.G. Indy can be second as she's done four of 12 times besides the four wins and complete a decent exacta. So in the Captiva Island Stakes, race 10 at Gulfstream on Saturday, March 12th at 510 Eastern, A.G. Indy's win bid at 3-1 to one or more. Absolutely. And then we're going to play boxes of A.G. Indy with the other horses. So box A.G. Indy and Toby's Heart, box A.G. Indy and Miss Aramet, and box A.G. Indy and Miss J. McKay. For the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, which of course is the Key Races and Bets blog, go to amwager.com. Click on How to Bet and Ella Stars blog. You can follow me on Twitter at Ubercapper. And I hope you make a lot of money this week. And we'll talk to you next week.